steel ties, millions and millions a year, day after day and hour after hour, 8 inch, 12 inch, twisted, welded, ties that make it possible to create huge concrete structures like Bronco Stadium, Cowboy Stadium, Coors Field, the Denver Convention Center, and the retrofitting of the largest stadium in the world at the University of Michigan. What you are seeing is one small part of the Gates & Sons Concrete Forming Systems Company in Denver, Colorado. Started in 1948, the company is one of the leaders in creating custom concrete forms for residential and commercial buildings. We're at 5th and Lincoln, and this is going to be an office slash retail going up about four stories. And what you see in the background are column forms built by Gates, built in our carpenter shop. And Jim Huscroft is president of Gates and Sons. He was approached by Maranatha as the huge Mozambique construction project was in the design and planning stages. About a year and a half ago, the folks at Maranatha had talked about uh, maybe getting some kind of a concrete form that would help build the churches. Gordon Gates is CEO of Gates and Sons. First of all, you'd have to have a mixer to mix the concrete. Now you're going to be pouring it up in the air, so now you've got to have a pumper. And those pumpers run from a half a million to way over a million. There were a group of folks sitting around the table, Gordon was there, and just discussing the fact that, you know, there's probably not a concrete form that's going to do the job that you want. And so the discussion then came to the seating and these benches. In that conversation, you showed me a picture one day, someone did, of what they people sat on, a log. I could see those people sitting on those for three hours on a rounded top. I can't hardly believe it if I sit on a bunch of slats. Gordon Gates was determined to make benches for the new churches in Mozambique. With careful planning, the company generates a minimal amount of scrap wood as forms are created. But it's not uncommon to have one-foot planks as leftovers. And you remember I told you we had thousands of those pieces here. And so when we came home, we started playing around, I call it, with those pieces. We're not reinventing the wheel. <laughs> Just taking somebody else's idea and making it uh, to a good purpose. Jeremy Annis is vice president of Gates and & Sons and supervises the Custom Forms Division. His preschool daughter, Gordon Gates' great-granddaughter, spends part of her day at the office. We were in the office and I looked across, saw this little kid's rocking chair, and I said, bingo. We have tab, slot, no screws. Gravity holds it together. I had drawn up a bench, but I was going to have to have screws to hold it together. And Jeremy came over one day and he stood right there. And he said, I think we can make this without any nails, any screws, no glue. All they need to do is put it together with a rubber mallet. Their hands, whatever, whatever they have to put it together with, they can make a bench that is stronger, sturdier, they can use it for Sabbath school, they can use it for church, they can use it for school during the week and church on the weekends. And the next thing you know, we're talking with Gary and uh, with Tom to draw out a CNC uh, plan of how that would be done on the, the robotic router that we've got. The CNC router, a $60,000 robot, takes plans created by Tom Sharp, the company's CNC programmer in training, 
and cuts precision pieces from the plywood. The, the challenge was, is in the original programming, it would go in, make a cut, come up, travel to the next spot, go down, make another cut. So the, the thing I did with programming was just make it one continuous cut in there, and it cut out about 15 minutes on each panel. You may have noticed the panels of plywood are much larger than the one-foot scrap Mr. Gates spoke about earlier. Jim and Jeremy explain what happened. When we first started this, we were using almost all scrap lumber, pieces that were too small to do a lot with. <laughs> Gary came in one day and he said, we may not have enough. <laughs> and we had, I had recalled a conversation we had with our plywood manufacturer, Olympic Panel Products, who have, who have been really uh, a part of this, uh, this whole thing too. He said, we need a lot of plywood, we got a lot of benches to build. And they have sold us plywood that they call fall down. And it is not plastic coated like our regular, but it is perfectly sanded. And they, we purchased from them a whole truckload of it. And he said, I will, uh, I'll send some to you free of charge. They, uh, they pitched in, they helped with the trucking, they gave us exact plywood that we were looking for. And, and it, will, it will be enough to complete the job. And if there are more, they always make this plywood. We always get the plywood, so there's, there's a bit of a, of a source that will last throughout the construction of all of the 1,000 churches, 1,001 churches. I am able to do something for somebody else, and they have given me the opportunity to do that. And uh, even though I have to you know, kind of work it in between my other jobs uh, for customers, it uh, really brings me a lot of benefit because I, I think I'm doing something for somebody else. It makes me feel really good. These benches have a purpose and people are going to use them and, you know, hear the word of God and sit on them and it just, it's a true blessing to be able to help with this. To know that something as simple as a little rocking chair turned into, the idea has, has been turned into benches that uh, will make a lot of people happy, make a lot of school kids have a place to put their books and to sit during school. I mean, this is, uh, this is what it's all about. If you're not having fun and you're not, you know, spreading the word, what are you doing? We're, we're concrete forming people and we thought, well, we're going to do something that contributes in a way of construction and building these churches through a way of a form and using concrete. And to think that we're making benches using, you know, again, it's something that is somewhat of a waste product. Um, it's pretty remarkable. And, and it's kind of that thinking outside the box mentality and saying, what can you do? And, and maybe there is a little bit of an obstacle in the way of getting there, but you just figure out a way to overcome it and you just do it. The first container of benches was loaded in early 2008, along with 20 bags of tools, which included the mallets to assemble them and sandpaper for making the benches kid-friendly. Well, I'd have to say I'm mighty proud that we could help out. And then I wouldn't sit on a log in the whole church service. And, and when I saw that picture, and I think it all came about by that picture, and I think I've taken it home now, but of those big logs and them sitting on it for two or three hours of a Sabbath and being glad to have it, uh, I think God's at hand.